superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're working with a professional here! This is the Rich Eisen Show. I said it like five times, so I could just say it another five times. The Rich Eisen Show, live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Okay, Max Crosby here. What is your goal? I truly want to be a Hall of Fame player. That's my goal um, overall. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Cincinnati quarterback Desmond Ritter. Plus your phone calls, poll results, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of The Rich Eisen Show, fresh back from Indianapolis. And when I say fresh, I mean literally. I was on a plane uh, uh, shoving people out of the way to get off the plane about 20 minutes ago. My apologies to everyone on Delta Flight 932 from Indianapolis. Delta, nailed it. There you go. Right. Uh, yep. I, 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 I just literally shoved uh, very nice uh, fellow travelers out of the way so I could get here on time um, and uh, and back from the combine. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm, an, uh, I'm dressed casually. Um, I love it. You know, it's a good look. I appreciate it. I got a hoodie and I got, I, you know, I did put a blazer on to make it kind of look uh, together, do I look tired? Do I look like uh, I'm all. wiped out? Yeah, I mean, no, I do I have so. that? Do I have that combine glow? Having you sat too. inside a stadium for four straight days, Did you a morning cocktail on the flight. Oh I mean, gosh, no. Oh, uh, I'm not really a Bloody Mary guy uh, at all. Yeah, I don't mimosa, you uh, you, as a matter of fact, I, I, I don't like. Uh, you know what? I don't want to start the show with that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it. We've got three hours. I'm fresh back for the combine. Good to see you, uh, Christopher. I mean, I guess it's fine to well, see you. Well, you know, I'll, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Hello, Mike Del Tufo. Good, Good to, to see, see you, TJ. Jefferson, light the uh, light the candle. You were like Dougie Fresh this morning, Rich. Six minutes yes. and you walked in. And yeah. Six minutes I and we're on. You know? I know, I know, I know. And so uh, we're here, and uh, I want to thank Ryan Lee for expertly uh, yeah. steering the ship the last fun. three shows. And I appreciate everybody here um, keeping the lights on uh, while I was uh, doing, I guess, my night job um, for <laughs> NFL Network at the NFL Scouting Combine. And now that the combine's over, one week from today is when the negotiating window opens up uh, two days in advance of the new league year, which officially begins a week from Wednesday. In other words, it's all about to go down, folks. I mean, it really is all about to go down. The whispers and the rumors and this and the that that all went down during the combine. I've got a couple things that I'll say uh, throughout the program, including the one guy who I'm hearing is going to hit it in free agency that would make you all go, get out of here. 
Um, really? I've got that coming up for you on this wow. program. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll lay out everything that I saw at the Combine. But it really all starts with Aaron Rodgers right now and what his decision is going to be for the Green Bay Packers and with the Green Bay Packers and what he's going to do. Because as we established uh, about uh, three weeks ago, um, the Wednesday after the Super Bowl, and um, when, when the pages began to get turned to all 32 teams, that the quarterback carousel has a uh, a few categories to it. Teams that are definitely looking for a quarterback. And by the way, based on what I saw and heard in Indianapolis, the host team, the Indianapolis Colts, are absolutely one of them. Yep. Um, and uh, teams that might be in the market, depending on who comes free, they're going to stick around with their team. There's a third category. They're going to stick around with their guy and stick with their plan or uh, teams like uh, now, obviously, Cincinnati Bengals. Not, not going to do anything for quite some time. And then there's that fifth category of the Packers because that's the guy who's holding the linchpin to this whole thing, whether it spins completely off the axis uh, or the carousel just kind of uh, churns like any old year. And um, is Aaron Rodgers going to pull the pin or not? Right now, the conversation centers around what Ian Rappaport, our second-hour guest, um, said on Friday night during the combine. Get him, you know, our producer gets in my ear, the great Mark Teitelman, team man gets in my ear saying, throw to Ian Rapport, he's got the latest on Aaron Rodgers. And he said that Rodgers is going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, he finishes his uh, reporting, and <clears throat> I hit the follow-up question. We know what the back is, what's the fourth? Mm-hmm. Where would the fourth be? And he said, it's the Broncos. It's always been the Broncos. Now, um, sure, could there be other teams? I guess. And as I told you guys last week, this is not just him sitting in a dark room, maybe lighting a nice candle like you, TJ. Maybe, you know, sitting there and vacating something. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Wow. I'm just trying to paint the picture. <laughs> it's not, it's not just him coming up or sitting in an ashram or whatever he's doing somewhere and saying, I've decided I'm doing this, and now now I've got to call my agent. This is my decision. Let's start talking to the other team. Or this is my decision. Let me call my agent. We now need to talk Green Bay Packers. This is all ready for him to go. This is all ready for him to go. He has a decision to make. Whatever the Packers have put on the table for him to accept, or he has negotiated with the Packers that he's willing to accept, that's on one pile. The other pile is whatever he's decided to do elsewhere, and he knows exactly what his decision would mean if he went to Denver, if he, in fact, did go to Tennessee, another rumored spot for him. You know, uh, a Pittsburgh, if that's a spot, he knows exactly where what's going on. Now, is the compensation already worked out between those teams and the Packers? That I don't know. And Brian Gutekunst said before I hopped on that plane last week to Indianapolis that caused you, Chris, to say, yeah, right, which is like, yeah, I, I've gotten no conversations going i know he's even called me about aaron that's a load of crap (laughs) yeah right (laughs) come on well that was also the general sense of the conversation amongst everybody in indianapolis as well i'm not alone you were you were you were you were spearheading that (laughs) uh that drive there it's like there ain't no way so that's in front of him right now and 
I don't know what's gonna what 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 what's gonna help him decide. I think he's going back. That's what I think. To Green Bay. Correct. Unless anything out of the ordinary changes. I think he's going back. I think he's got his deal on the table and he knows if he goes back what he's got there. Now yeah. the question is is apparently his guys, if you will, were the new head coach of the Denver Broncos and the new offensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears in Nathaniel Hackett and Luke Getze. And those guys aren't there. And that might be part of the back and forth. The guys who are in the room for me. That's the guys I'm comfortable with. They're they're not going to be there for me now. Maybe he wants to go and play in Denver because he does love Nathaniel Hackett. This is what's happening right now. And interestingly enough, there's Devontae Adams sitting out there. Is he going to get franchise tagged or not? I, I guarantee you this. As you know, there are two ways in which the franchise tag occurs in the NFL. It is either placed on the player or slapped on the player. That's our verbiage in the NFL media. It's either placed or slapped. <laughs> yep. Placed on somebody is somebody who is like up and coming and getting paid or pizzade for the first time. It's not that big of a deal. It's actually something that allows them to start looking in a higher rent district because they're guaranteed that money. And, you know, maybe they could come up with some sort of long-term plan. If it's, if you will, applied to Devontae Adams, he will consider it slapped on him. This guy is got every right, like Aaron Rodgers, to say I should be the highest paid at my position. Yeah. And all of these parts are moving right now, folks. They are all moving right now, and it is on and cracking because this is the first domino, the biggest domino. And if it tumbles back to Green Bay, that means various other dominoes might not even fall. If it's you want to use the analogy of a big ripple on a pond, this would just be a, a small stone, not many ripples coming from it but if Rodgers says I'm out and Devontae Adams would then say I'm out too don't even think about it well then that would be one big fat huge boulder that got catapulted into this free agent pond and we'll see what happens you know when I met people in Indianapolis they're like yeah I think he's gone I actually ran into Nathaniel Hackett I hadn't seen him in a long time he looked very happy to me when I saw him <laughs> But oh, I, really? I think it's just yeah. because he's an NFL head coach yeah. of the Denver freaking Broncos. That would make you happy. Okay. Just had some, some I didn't say anything to him. I didn't say anything to him. Blink if you know somebody <laughs> who's going to come to your team who's on a huge-ass cleanse right now. Cleanse. <laughs> Did he blink? I didn't say it. Oh, okay, gotcha. I didn't want to go in that direction. <laughs> he was kind enough to agree to, to come on the show. Not today. No, oh, I was about to say what? Not today. <laughs> no. Tomorrow? Tomorrow? <laughs> no, not today. Just like, you know, quick. And man, oh man, is everybody talk there? Oh man, does everybody talk at the combine? I kind of missed it after is it two like years. A oh. High school lunch table? Good God. <laughs> Rich. <laughs> 
If you think this coach really deep down sucks, check this box. Combine is fun. Oh, <laughs> it is catty. <laughs> it is mean, mean, and nasty, and fun, and all sorts of stuff. So, <laughs> I, I can't wait. It's it's on right now. And my eyes are peeled about what is going on with Green Bay. Can Gutekunst pull it all off? And the one other aspect I kind of want to hit on this, too, is it is amazing that we're in this position. And I know you're going to love this, Chris. You're going to love this. Because, again, when you're proven to be either right or a bunch of other people believe what you have believed and it can kind of confirms what you think here's the here is the i'll give you the grit the grittiest whisper i heard about the whole rogers packers thing here it is right here of course he's coming back you know why he's coming back because the packers have no other choice what do you mean by that and that's what's amazing because the choice of the Packers, the die was cast in the pandemic draft of 2020. Roger Goodell gets off his Barker lounger in his basement, <laughs> across the way from the uh, washer dryer, okay? <laughs> that he probably put like his, his first wardrobe change in to make sure it's nice and dry for the second round or whatever. What is it? And and they, he comes out and he's like, Packers have made a trade and they selected Jordan Love. Huh? And we're all like, Zoinks? Right? And Rogers, wherever he was, two fingers in his drink, is like, Zoinks? What? Yeah, uh, what? And the whole thing. And and, Say what? and 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 the reason why he was rightfully concerned is because that is an indication that at some point the Rogers expiration date is hitting. And that was supposed to be this year, which is why Rodgers gave him kind of a freebie in 2020. And at 2021, he wasn't giving him a freebie at all because he knew that the Packers needed him to play last year. And he knew that it was going to be his last year there because he knew the Packers would have to put Jordan Love on the field this fall in order to make a proper decision on picking up a fifth-year option and see, is he the real deal or not? And the fact that we're beyond that now means Rodgers is one. But part of the thinking that I heard as to why Rodgers, the Packers, have to have him back is because, Chris, they saw him play against the Kansas City Chiefs, and they saw and deep down already know I mean, Jordan Love ain't the guy. He stinks. After one start. And my response was the same way I pushed back to you. It's like, <laughs> yeah. come on. Come on. Kid doesn't get a rep. He doesn't even dress in 2020. But he knew he was playing that whole week. He didn't get a rep. Hardly a rep, first team rep at any point in time. Yeah. Well, Rodgers is the defending MVP. Jordan Love's not getting a sniff of anything. <laughs> remotely close to a rep. Now all of a sudden, hey, Rogers is uh, COVID positive and immunized, and it's your start. And here are the tickets for your loved ones. They're up in the nosebleeds. <laughs> they could turn around and watch the Royals play over the crest of Arrowhead, right into the K. 
best of Arrowhead. And he did not look good at all. By the way, not everyone's Justin Herbert against the Chiefs in pressed into emergency service. But that's the conversation I heard in Indianapolis is that the Packers, of course, need Aaron Rodgers back. Amazing. Packers were looking at 2022 as that's the transition. Hell or high water. Didn't see two MVP seasons back-to-back coming. And now we're going into free agency of 2022, and it's like they got to have him back because not only is he at the top of his game, they've already seen Jordan Love's game. And no, (laughs) he ain't the guy. Heard that one a lot. Are they right? The whisperer's right? Don't know. But the one thing that the Packers absolutely need to have right now, need to have right now in order to win a Super Bowl in 2022, one would say, obviously, you know, the NFL's not an absolute. For instance, didn't see the Bengals coming, right? A lot of people didn't. But they need Aaron Rodgers back to win a Super Bowl in 2022. Because... Even if he goes and they get a whole bunch of draft choices, Aaron Rodgers or any Super Bowl MVP or any MVP type play is not walking through that door because Jordan Love, in many people's minds, apparently in Green Bay, ain't it. But even with Rodgers, how close are they to a Super Bowl? Well, do you really mean that? Kind of. I know he didn't play well against the 49ers, and I know he didn't play well against the Bucs in the last two playoffs. I get it. Come on, man. He's the MVP of the league. He plays flawless football oh, through 18 weeks. The question is, is what happens next? And you could tinker around to make but sure the that... the team he... isn't really built to take advantage of the home field Lambeau. Now that is another conversation about, uh, about the roster. But as I also said, A.J. Dillon went out in that game. That was a huge injury. Yeah. But Rogers Could have rolled him downhill as the snow good, came down. He wasn't good. I hear you. But you you can't sit here and say the Packers are have a better chance with the unknown than this known. You can't sit here and say oh, that. Oh, no. You trade Rodgers. It's full rebuild time. So. so that's what's going on. 844-204. Let's talk. Because I'll be honest with you. I've been talking to Daniel Jeremiah for four straight days, and I'm listening. I'm ready for a new voice, <laughs> and I love the guy. Four straight days, sitting there. Did we get any superhero comps? Oh, he did use a, a bat suit reference okay. to DK Metcalf once, okay. but he, he hit the under on that, uh, what's more likely. <laughs> so when we come back, I want to talk about uh, this uh, combine group that I saw up close and personal and what it means for the draft coming up and going in, it was like this draft is eh. And coming out of the combine, uh, it's kind of a different story. I'll be honest with you. And um, there's one guy who didn't help himself. Didn't hurt. I don't think he hurt himself, but he certainly didn't help himself. There's a difference between hurting yourself and helping yourself or hurting yourself and not helping yourself. 
Good to see you, T.J. Jefferson. Isn't it, though? Yeah, Mari Cooper's <laughs> going to be on the street soon. <laughs> oh, I mean, come on, oh, man. That makes you Jack's happy a man's going to lose his job? No, come he's on. not losing his job. He's going to get a job, and he's going to have a better chance to win a Super Bowl somewhere else. You know, Rich, you've been yes, gone a few days. I'm, I'm, I'm going to welcome back. you back I'm with open arms. I'm playing. You, know? you best realize what mood <laughs> I'm in. You did Chris Brockton's Tired, favorite thing. caffeinated and shoving out fellow passengers. But here's the deal. So you were probably in row one or two. So how many people did yeah, you that's really shove point. out you of know, the way? Yeah. At Pots? worst, he was 2B. At I worst. Was, excuse like, me. Come on. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> guys. Guys. Flight attendants, move. Excuse me. Please move. 2A. As you know, I'm a window guy. I'm a window guy. Because I don't like being told to get up and down. Like it's not high holidays in the in my temple. I don't get up and down. I sit. I'm a window. I'm with you on the right? window. And then, the window. And then and then and then I've shoved four people out. At least four. Yeah. I counted them all. So one A. Yeah. Uh, nearly brained three A. Nearly brained the poor guy in two B taking a bag down. Oh, because bitch. because it was one of the, it's one of those overhead bins that comes like out. out not up. And it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it, 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 it slides down and in, and then so the front of it comes out. So if you stand up, they too were like, quick. it was like this. I'm off. That's it. Well done. <laughs> Look at him. He's producing. He's going too far back. It's Come amazing on. when he pays attention. It's great. Good job, Mike. All right. So, uh, what did you guys think of the combine? Love to hear from you. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Uh, Ian Rappaport, hour number two. Desmond Ritter. Of uh, the Cincinnati Bearcats, he had a nice. He had a very nice combine, and uh, question is, who's he? Who you got to know? The, the two things you got to know: who'd you speak to, and what stupid, inane question were you posed? <laughs> right? Okay, <laughs> it's always a thing, man. All right, I'm back, everybody. Hey. Great to see you. He's back you. with a new look. We'll talk about all the reason why you're really not happy to see me next right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before we go, my, my friends at Mercedes-Benz Vans want to ask you a question. When was the last time you seriously considered your dream? I mean, you used to think about it all the time. What happened? I say it's time for you and your dream to get back together and think about it because we're talking about living the van life in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. And this Mercedes-Benz van that we're talking about means you can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist, expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. Just travel the country if you wish. Go see a friend. Go see family. Make sure that you... uh, Potentially commune with the wilderness if you want or start your own business. That might be the most important thing possible because this runs like a dream. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter and tell them your dream sent you. 844-204-RICH. Back on the Rich Eisen Show in just a couple minutes. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% 
on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on our terrestrial radio outfit, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Here on the Rich Eisen Show, uh, I'm not even an hour removed of touching down here in Los Angeles International Airport. Wanted to get here uh, in time um, for the show. Had I not gotten here on time, um, Chris Brockman, you would have opened the program. Mm -hmm. And I arrived here. I thought, you know, this would be exciting. I get here. Everyone's (laughs) like, all right, you're here. You made it. I walked in and... I heard booze. <laughs> yeah, it was. I heard booze. You're like Kyrie yeah. at the garden on on Sunday. It wasn't necessarily Boo. you. It was like we were waiting for our shine to happen. Yeah. I mean, was... What do you mean? I, you know, we just we were ready to step up in your Lou. Let's just put it. Okay, I, I had a different open plan. Yeah. What was your? Let's open? just put it that what way. Was your, yeah, what were you going to open? I don't know. We're going to go Kyrie. Well, you didn't mention it at all about the great basketball over the weekend. LeBron and Tatum threw up 50 pieces. Joker had a 40-point triple-double. Coach K, okay, they lose his final game at Cameron to a team, UNC, that they beat by 20 a few weeks ago. How do any of those players look their family, former players, Coach K in the eye again for losing that game. And then Coach K is like so mad afterwards. So that that's, how you would have led, that's how you would have led the show? It was just a great sports weekend. And then the Combine, Knicks beat the Clippers. The Georgia players shined out. I know, but I, the Knicks I, win. The Chris, golf was amazing on Sunday. Uh, I mixed soccer. Batman was a huge hit. Winning time was – I wanted to do 12 minutes on winning time. It was so great last night. That's it. And then, you know, Aaron Rodgers, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah. plus – Everything that you said, uh, there was a three-cone drill being run by some... Football on a stick. Safety. Yeah. I mean, come on, Chris. Exactly. Football on a stick. Every single time I looked at, <laughs> I looked down, you're bitching about Kyrie or whatever. I'm like, thanks for watching. Thanks Kyrie, for watching. don't even get me started about I know, this no, guy. no. We'll <laughs> do that later on. We'll do that later on. Richard, you bring the football on a stick back for me? I did not. As a matter of fact, like, the funny thing is... I like the The funny thing is, no, it, it, there's only one of them. Really? Apparently. In the whole building? Wait a second. Apparently, there's only one of them. First one? of all, I, I I have, you know, for, for those who don't know, the drill at the Combine, that any drill that uh, requires uh, a snap to be simulated, and that is for defensive players and linebackers to get off the line and simulate sacking a quarterback or showing off how quickly they can burst around a cone and around a bag and then go and make it look like they're sacking somebody so the evaluators can see their get-off and their swim move and all of that. 
So there's a, a simulation of the snap, and nobody's going to literally get down 35, 40 times and simulate a snap. So they've placed a football on the end of a very long pole, <laughs> and somebody can just stand there upright and just slide, and slide the football. Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay? And so a few years ago, you know, look, when you're, when you're hosting a combine, can get a little dry. <laughs> this just did. So um, I, I just marveled at football and a stick. Does nobody notice that there is a human being holding a stick with a football on the end of it? I mean, that's what we call it football and stick. So I've seen, they brought it up to the booth a few times. Mayock was rolling his eyes because we're, we're missing an evaluation of some 300-pound <laughs> defensive tackle while I'm opining about a football on the end of a stick, which is fun. So I heard that they were bringing the stick up to the booth for me to autograph. Oh, wow. And I'm like, all right. And so suddenly, in between the defensive line drills of the two defensive line groups, they bring the football on a stick up because it's like a 15-minute break in the action. And it's, a, it's the Colts equipment team I was just gonna say, standing there that? wanting me to sign it. And I didn't know it was the Colts equipment team until after I signed it. Because what do you autograph on football on a stick? I, 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 I autographed. I said, you had me at hello. Like nice stick, bro. Nice. Or something. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just said you had me at hello. And I should have been like, you, you had me at hike. Stick. You had yeah. me at hike. You know what I mean? Like, I, right. I blew it. But yeah. when are we going to ever be like, impromptu autograph a football on a, a stick? And why? And why? Request. And so then they get in my ear and say, actually, it's for the Colts equipment team. And so I wrote to the Colts equipment team on top of you had me at hello. So it's weird all around now. (laughs) So sure enough, the next drill happens. They take the football on a stick away. The next drill happens. And I'm just wondering, is it the same stick? Like, are they now using the one, putting it back in play? Yes. There's, there's only one, one stick. football on a stick. So does it is it kept like the Lombardi Trophy in its own case? No idea. Like, I mean, who it's definitely it? not made by Tiffany. I'll tell you who that. Who holds it? Like, I, I don't mean, know. That's like I, from the Sandlot. They're, they're playing yeah. with the Babe Ruth ball. The ba- like, yeah. what are we, like, what are we doing? <laughs> exactly. What are we, it is the same thing. My autograph on football yeah, on no. a stick is, in fact, a Babe Ruth autograph <laughs> of baseball. You're What's right. Happening? What's happening? You're right. The dog in that. <laughs> You're right. But that, yeah. So. Hercules, Hercules. come and eat football. Okay. Hercules would eat the football stick. I now mean, let me let me walk. let me actually spend some time on the the actual combine. Going into the combine, I'll be honest. The general sense is this draft stinks, and and uh, and our and uh, look, the reason why is because there are no apparent surefire top notch quarterbacks, right. and there are no. With all due respect to our third hour guest in Desmond Ritter, there are no. Heisman Trophy candidate quarterbacks available in the draft. I mean, Trevor Lawrence last year, right? And then you had a New York team and the Jets eager to choose a quarterback. And then you have the 49ers trading up into the third spot for a quarterback. And then you had quarterbacks go one, two, and three. And this year now it's Kenny Pickett and his eight and a half inch hands. And he's best known for fake hook sliding, <laughs> and then Malik Willis, who looks stupendous, but who's watched Liberty football, right? Who even knows why he wound up at Liberty? Do you know why he wound up at Liberty? I it's don't. because he was at Auburn, right. and when Stidham was drafted by your Patriots and left, they went with Bo Nix instead, and he's like, uh, I'm out of here. Got it. 
He winds up at Liberty. Who's watched Liberty football? The only reason why I've even talked about Liberty football on this show ever is because, you remember, Hugh Freeze, the the coach, was in the booth booth in in a hospital bed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because he couldn't tap out? Because he was, you know... He was coaching that much, Rich. He was coaching on... In a hospital bed or a dentist chair or some weird thing like that? Yeah, it was weird. I see Liberty on TV almost every day, but that's with an emu, so it's not the same. <laughs> and and no, here's an interesting stat. Shit. Here's another interesting <laughs> stat for you that came across my my uh, my eye gate is that the two times in the history of the NFL draft prior to last year where quarterbacks went one, two, and three in the draft, 1971 and 1999 the year after it went down thus the 72 and 2000 nfl drafts zero quarterbacks in the top 15 zero Ooh, good stat so here you go again unless somebody pushes him up it's not going to get as high as top five for kenny pickett sir you have lost that bet you may you might as well give it to him because the offensive linemen and defensive linemen that I saw went nuts before even Kyle Hamilton got out there. Yeah. And, dude, I can't wait to ask. Um, I can't wait to ask Ritter, Desmond Ritter about Sauce Gardner. Sauce. Dude, that guy is all that and a biscuit. And then, even if you're not into any of those guys for whatever reason, and Aiden Hutchinson, you're not into him. And you're not into any of the other Georgia Bulldogs for whatever reason. There's two Ohio State wide receivers that are off the charts. <laughs> yeah. Off the charts. Let me tell you something about your Georgia Bulldogs, Christopher, or Sarah's Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, you correct. Have no, I'll, I'll take credit. No, no, they're mine. No, no, no. They're mine now. Guys. <laughs> guys. It's stupid. The whole team could go in the first round. It's stupid what I saw. The three defensive linemen that were working out are all world. And then the linebackers that worked out, and N'Kobe Dean wasn't even one of them, all world. And then seeing the kid from the safety position, they were incredible. And I'm like, no wonder Michigan couldn't run the ball worth a lick. Are you kidding me? So if you want to rush the passer, if you want to protect the passer, and I proffer to say all 32 teams wish to do that. Bingo. If you want to have some game-changing ability at wideout, I just mentioned about Olave and Wilson, the two Ohio State wide receivers. There were a ton of wide receivers that were fast, big, strong, awesome it's deep and you know what the crazy thing is it's deep it's deep into day two and perhaps the top of day three so for all those folks out there who are wondering how the rams can potentially follow up after their general manager effed all them picks he's got the picks to use when this meat of this draft really begins to get put on the clock. 
So many talented people. And Jordan Davis, our Gorilla Glue kid. Holy smokes. 341 pounds ran a 4.7840. I could not believe what I was seeing in front of me. Now, I call a lot of the, if you will call, in quotes, the 40-yard dashes off the television set because you could see the clock when it's done. Right. You know, I got to look down. Yeah. So even though it's right there in front of me, I call it off the television set because I need to say, you know, there's the 40-yard dash time. Boom, on the spot as soon as I see it. Jordan Davis, I, I, I had to use my own two eyes. I just had to see what it looked like. I had to see what this looked like, and then it turned into a 4-8-2 unofficial. I've never seen anything like that. And then he got out on the field, and the way he moved around, and the idea was that he was going to be maybe, maybe, he might maybe make the top 20. Mm-hmm. Brother, that's top 10. Yeah. And he might not even be the first Georgia Bulldog taken. That would belong to Trayvon Walker, who was off the charts. And Daniel Jeremiah said that he put Walker as the Giants first of their two first-round picks, fifth overall. And he said he got a lot of crap from Giants fans. Hey, Giants fans. Yeah, how do you like me now? (laughs) Folks, you take this kid, and then there's Wyatt in between them. Dude, how the hell did Michigan get even half a yard against them? And we didn't even see N'Kobe Dean work out. And the Baylor kids ran like the wind. So fast. So they're fast, strong, and so many of them have a good head on their shoulders. Really do. So, you know what? You go in, it's just like the draft. Well, you're correct. There are no surefire... Game-changing, potentially generationally talented quarterbacks. One of them might wind up being one. Right? Maybe. Dak and Russell, and we all know TB12 didn't get chosen until later. But this is a deep draft, and they're talented. My gosh, are they talented. Oh, my gosh. Some of them may be raw, but all these coaches. I ran into one coach walking into the building uh, on the last day. Defensive coach, obviously won't say who. They they were just they don't say the name. They're talking about this. Uh, there's one kid in particular that I really uh, <laughs> gotta get. So when you're saying that going in, it's either to, for defensive backs, it was either Sauce or Kyle Hamilton, and it was Sauce. And this, <laughs> I mean, he is long armed, and six, he three, is right, and he and he is. I like met a six eight. I met him. I got to chat with him for a little bit. He had his Sauce. Um, chain? Uh, bling around him, yeah. yes, chain around him, and he was just dynamite to talk to. Dynamite. Giants fans, if you wind up with Walker and Gardner front and back end, I know they'll freak out because they think that they need to protect Daniel Jones, that offensive line, but holy cow, there are so many good players. Top 10. Top 10. And Jordan Davis, as soon as he did that, I told uh, I told Daniel Jeremiah, you text your buddy Joe Douglas, say he looks good in green. <laughs> and I, I don't know if he did that. You're not buddies no. with Joe Douglas? No, I've never spoken. He's, has, he, has he been on this show yet? Joe, come on. Let's go. Number 442 rich. 
Well, I mean, we'll give him the, the we'll give him the, the we'll bat give him line. The bat line. Yeah, he doesn't have to call. He doesn't have to call the regular number. Oh, it's true. Yeah. I guess if Murph has the hotline number, <laughs> yeah. Joe Murph. Douglas should have it. Should we change the number just based no, on just the fact based that on Murph? Murph, <laughs> Murph has it? Murph already knows he's banned. I don't like that, man. Murph so deserves a second chance. Let's take a break. Phone calls when we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And yeah, I, I, let's, let's, hit, uh, let's hit Duke, North Carolina when we come back. Cool. I have a couple of cents on that subject matter. That's next on the Rich Eisen Show. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back here, 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, ben in Mississippi, first in, you're first up. What's up, Ben? It's a Rich and crew. How are things, my man? What's up, Ben? Hey, Ben. What's up? So I have a bit of a commentary that I want you to talk about on the back end, and then I have – I got some uh, another commentary for you with some math in it, but don't worry, I've done the math for you. So here's my thought <clears> – <throat> about the Cliff Kingsbury and the Calamary thing. Okay. I don't know, maybe it's just me, and this bothers me for some reason, but the fact that they have the same agent and that they came in as a package deal, that bothers me because even though we know Cliff got his contract extension, which I'm not a fan of personally, um, I know it's taboo to have a coach coaching in his last year of his contract, but I think this should have been a situation where that should have occurred. But the fact that they have the same agent, that bothers me. Now, here's the thing that I would do if I'm the Cardinals in in regards to Kyle Murray, because it seems like we're headed towards DEFCON 1 with this contract. So just looking at numbers, average per year, not necessarily salary cap number, but Kyle Murray, I would say, if I'm the Cardinals, I would say here's what I would do. Four years, $140 That's roughly $35 a year. I won't disrespect you and say that. You don't deserve as much as Jerry Goff, who's making thirty three five, just based on average a year. Right. There's no way on this green earth that I would pay you top of the market at forty five. But here's the thing. Let I me just jump in here, Ben. I'm sorry. Uh, let me just jump in here. The the issue is that Steve Kime, the general manager, of course they can you you can change your plans or what have you, but he did not see having to give him his contract right now after year three like there is one more year left based on the general sense of things the way that business is done where you want to win in the first iteration of a contract before some sort of large salary cap buster or you know or or consumer of the cap it's not like a busted cap that 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 you want to win now i i proffer to say they might be going back to the old drawing board because Kyler Murray has made it seem like right now, and Ben, I appreciate the call, that he that made it seem like he's got to get it now. And the conversations that I was hearing, again, in Indianapolis, 
I'm telling you, everybody talks. <laughs> is that take a look at Baker. Take a look at Baker. Baker Mayfield was moving on up. Took the Browns to the playoffs, beat the Steelers, bounced the Steelers in the playoffs, almost pulled it off in Kansas City in a divisional round, and they didn't get a new deal. The Mayfield camp. Now what? Mario doesn't want to go through that. He wants it now. Lamar Jackson's waiting for whatever reason. I do not know. He To say he marches to the beat of his own drum is an understatement to beats and drums. And he apparently is just waiting it out and willing to play it out and get franchise tagged and then decide, all right, I'll just go on a free agency after my franchise tags. I love you. You love me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. But right now, he didn't finish the season healthy. I still think the Ravens would pay him if he sat down and said, I want to be paid. But that's maybe why Murray's like right now. The general sense, again, is he's going nowhere. Going nowhere. He will not be available. But he also hasn't said the magic words, I want out. Not coming back. He's yet to say it. Oh, I still have it on my desk. He has the nice stationary missive that got sent out. But um, that's the latest on Murray. We'll see how that plays out over the next week. Yeah, that's been kind of quiet over the weekend. So, so um, rivalries. You know I lost my mind when Michigan beat Ohio State this year. Yeah. Right. Oh, and by the way, um, Ohio State beating Duke two days after Michigan beat Ohio State caused me to say here in this space, congratulating Ohio State on becoming a basketball school. And then um, Michigan just beat Ohio State over the weekend. So I guess I don't know what's left. Baseball school? I don't know. Soccer? To me, I don't know. <laughs> Might have a nice program of academics of some sort that we don't talk about very much. Nice lacrosse team. <laughs> but that's the nature of rivalries. Sticking it to your rivalry. Partner. Sticking it to the guys and the ladies you hate the most. That's what it's all about. Spoiling a season, that's one thing. Spoiling a memory, spoiling a day of joy and celebratory nature, like what North Carolina did to Duke, I think is on a whole different level. You know, I'm like excited Michigan beat Ohio State first time in eight tries. That's incredible. Yeah. But Coach K's farewell that brought out 96 former members of his team and Jerry Seinfeld and Kyler Murray and so on and so forth. Adam Silver. Adam Silver. I mean, it was one big party. The only thing missing. (laughs) Just add victory. That's it. Everything's all set. Just add W. For Coach K and Hubert Davis and the North Carolina Tar Heels took their Tar Heel and stamped it out. 
Holy cow. Shined it up real nice. In the history of sports. <laughs> sideways. Hold on a minute. Hold on. This is how serious it is. In the history of sport. Sport. Singular. I went sport. This is up there with one of the greatest rivalry ever, win, ever. wins of all time. All time. It's an all-timer. To, Coach K's last game, yeah. Cameron Indoor, all the crazies are there. Sorry. Sorry. You, lo- you lose. Good day, sir. I honestly think Coach K should now come back next year. Like, you can't, you can't lose that final <laughs> game. You can't. He well, should actually revoke the scholarship of everyone on his team, get 15 new guys who are going to win this game. Well... It's the most unlosing. You can't it, lose on. that game. Hang on. Hang on. The one way to. No one's going to remember if no. they win a national title. One. No one will remember. How can you say that? That's Chris? ridiculous. You know what they'll remember? That's remember. Hey, remember Coach K's final game at Cameron? You That's lost. Absurd. That is absurd. They're Here's, winning a national title. Do you know and no how one's sometimes. So t- no one so will remember t- that. Do you mean to tell me in 2032, 10 on, years from now, not. they're not going to They're going to go, oh, wait, come he on, lost Chris. his last game against North Carolina, but if, they won a national championship. If Coach K cuts down the Nets in his final game, he won't be happy. Well, what are you talking about? Oh, because he won't this be day, happy this because he lost the last home game against North Carolina. It is a huge, huge disappointment. A huge that the fact that this day where it was all set up to honor him and remember the run, and it was all set up, and they lost, is a shocker and a stunner and a bummer. And the only way out of it is to cut down the nets in a couple weeks. Which he mentioned. Oh, my gosh. By the way. Hour two coming up.